serve i don't know who's in charge of it or what it is if it's like a headless monster you know i was pretty happy with that one gerbils the other night (laughs) (laughs) that was a good pizza (laughs) fat wallets and empty hearts hearts. it's insane how little musicians get so um yeah if 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 you're interested in support not just me but any musician that you like one of the best ways to do that it sounds old school because it is is purchase their music uh, purchase their merch, you know. Uh, hey guys, this is Mark from Rat Rod. Hi, this is Mikey P from Skell. Hey, this is Jeff from the Bell Jumpers. Probably just be, I mean, probably be cool because he's awesome. This is Jessica for the band Dimitis. You're listening to Pennsylvania Rock Show.
What's up, everyone? My name is Bill. You're tuned into the episode number 707 of the Pennsylvania Rock Show. You just heard three tracks. We started things off tonight with Dragonfly Effect and their song Infected. Then we moved on to a brand new song to build the scene and music from 412 from the band For Those in Question. Um, I just had that band on three questions in a song. So if you go to buildthescene.com, you can uh, check out that interview and um, radio episode. Um, their song was called Rust. Uh, one of their uh, one of the people in the band is not originally from this area, so it's kind of about moving into the Rust Belt and what things are like here compared to where he used to live. Um, and uh, then we follow that up with a brand new song by the Anxiety Effect, "On My Own," which brings me to the guest this week. What's up, John? Hey, Bill. How are you? Thanks for having I'm me good. back. Thanks for coming on. So you have a lot going on with this single release. I've seen uh, you've been on on the radio. You've had a lot of press coming. Yeah, um, it's it's been it's been a little chaotic, uh, unexpected. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 been a lot of uh, interesting events unfolding in just a very very short amount of time. I mean, we're talking like the last three weeks. It's it's been you know just been crazy now I, I know the last time i spoke to you it, it really wasn't a full band and i that that's changed recently you're correct yeah uh very recently like i said it's it's been the last couple weeks um when uh when we when i was last time we were just we were talking about our single roots that was released in december 13th of 2022 um throughout the the past year we've been slowly adding a couple guys here and there uh we got our a new guitar player it was just me and my guitar player well at the time he was recording all the instruments so he was the guitar player bass player and we you know drummer and we were doing all the production stuff ourselves it was me and rick Greasebaum. um and then we added guitar player brad uh brad vincent and our bass player aj eckert to the mix and they were kind of like they live an hour away from us so it was kind of hard to get everybody together um and then when we started working on getting on my own finished up uh we ended up getting a, a phone call for a drummer and rick is now officially jumping to rhythm guitar brad's doing lead guitar aj's on bass and our new drummer ryan kearns just joined us like three or four weeks ago just before like new year's it was it was crazy and then we ended up playing a show like out of nowhere. So it's, it's, it's been, it's just been snowballed into like this, you know, we went from being a studio project that kind of had some leverage on the last couple songs to going out and playing shows and getting all this recent press coverage. It's, it's, it's been, it's been fun and it's been interesting, tiring at times, but uh, you know, we, you got to strike while the iron's hot, as they say. So I'm just trying to keep up on everything and, and make sure everybody knows what's going on. Um, so, you know the drill here. I'm going to ask you to talk about the song. Yes. It's your MTV moment where you get to do a storytellers. Um, I was reading over over the lyrics a little bit. I have an idea of what I think it's about, but clearly you know what it's about. So. Right. Um, it's uh, the, the song to me personally has a couple of different meanings to it, but the general idea of it is that, um, you know, when you, you just get behind – your own mental blocks and, you know, you get inside your own head and you start doubting things and then it leads to like depression and, and things like that. And if you don't have, uh, 
the right people around you to pull you out of that scenario because you just, you know, you can't break out of it yourself. Um, the song is just about needing certain people to, you know, kind of pull you out of it and, and make you um, <clears throat> just, just get back to just being yourself and being okay with it and not being stuck in your own head all the time. I think it's, we've been getting so many comments and, and, you know, I've had so many conversations with people just in the last couple of days where they're just like, you know, the song is awesome. Like, you know, if, you know, I, I go through the same thing, you know, and it's like, it just seems to be resonating with a lot of people for different reasons, but generally also the same reason of, you know, why I wrote it. So it's the, the feedback's been really interesting. We've had people come into us to tell us that, you know, it's made them feel better. And that just, to me, you can't put a price on that. That that's been, it's just been awesome to hear what, you know, how people are relating to it. And, it, you know, it shows with the numbers and stuff. I mean, we, you know, it's nothing like huge, but you know, we're already over a thousand plays in the first week on Spotify. And for a band that hasn't been playing out and doing anything, you know, I, I consider that a pretty good accomplishment for, you know, for what it is. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens after this with it. So. Uh, just a side note for those of you that are listening and um, watching us live. Um, if you make comment on the video, I can uh, make you famous or at least make a few people see you. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know. Do, do you know this, this person? That's Chuck Kohler. He's actually, yes. And I do want to give him a big shout out and a big thank you because he is, he's played a big role in getting us both the, the, the recent uh, press coverage on both the radio and with our, with our papers, he, he played a big role in that on both roots and this one. So yeah, he's a, uh, he's a very good friend. He's a very big supporter. He listens to all kinds of music. He's, he's a really good dude. Very cool. So Chuck, uh, thanks for commenting and for hanging out. Um, so I'm going to guess just from what you've been telling me that um the songwriting process on this one was probably fairly similar to your old stuff, but that that's probably going to change here shortly. Um, it changed a little bit with this one. Um, I mean, the, the process was the same where Lee, Rick and I actually started this song um, when Roots was finishing up and, and, and coming out. So the, the reason why it's taken so long is because this, the, I mean, the song's gone through a lot of changes. I mean, when we first started it, it was nothing like it is now. Um, but we ended up making changes to it along the way. And then when Brad and AJ came in, um, we had some studio sessions with them and they came in and uh, Brad really helped rewrite a lot of the stuff because we were originally writing it on six strings. So him and Rick started to rewrite it with seven string guitars so we can get a little bit more of the heavier crunch out of it. Um, and then we ended up tracking it the same. We did everything in our studio or, with, you know, with all the gear that I've got. <clears throat> um we did some stuff here in my room and then the, the majority of it was, I mean, we record everywhere, you know, with the mobile stuff, um, whatever can fit our schedules and whatnot. So the, the process started the same and then Brad and AJ came in and helped out with the rewrites. And then we ended up actually sending it to a different engineer. And now that we've got, um, now that Ryan's come in as the drummer, we are going to actually end up starting to work. We've actually got a new song that, Rick and I have the bulk of it done, but we're actually rehearsing it as a group and probably making some changes to it as a group. So we get ready to play it at this next show we've got coming up. So it, it, the process has been the same, but now that we're adding the guys that probably will change and we'll end up having more input from everybody on the next songs that are coming out. This is usually where I ask you about 
the best pizza you've had, but <laughs> we've been there. Yeah, um, we've been there. <laughs> so, <laughs> and for anyone who's like, what are they talking about? Um, I ask a question, what is the best pizza you've had because you're a musician? To find out what John's answer is, go back to that December episode from 2022. It's on there. Um, it will be linked in the show notes. All you have to do is go to buildtheseam.com, find this episode, and then click on anxiety the anxiety effect, and it sh- it'll take you to the last episode, so you can listen to it too. Um, <laughs> because it's yeah, I, I, brushed o- <laughs> I, I, I brushed over that one a little bit today, so because I wanted to make sure that we didn't repeat too much. But yeah, with everything that's going on, I don't think that's going to be a problem. So, um, so. If, if you were given 30 seconds for a radio spot or 30 second TV commercial to try and get people to check out your band and 30 seconds isn't a lot, right? What, what are the highlights that you would throw out there? Uh, that's kind of hard to say because we don't really have a whole lot under our belt yet. Um, I would definitely spotlight this song as best as we could in probably parts of uh roots if i could i mean if we're only working with 30 seconds um i i don't know i would i would try to just make sure that they knew that uh you know we were getting ready to release some new stuff and we're getting back out there probably spotlight a little bit from our first show that we had with the i mean the crowd responses we had and stuff were great so if we can get some of that in there too you know just kind of hype it up a little bit but you know we don't have a whole lot to go off of at this moment but hopefully that's going to change um yeah I, I just try to spotlight the, the the stuff we're doing as a full group now as much as possible All right, so we're going to pause for a moment take a break uh we're going to hear a track from um I could almost call him my neighbor. He just lives right on the other side of the river, which is like a street from here. Right. <laughs> um, he is, he does pretty much what you were doing. Um, he has some videos on music from four, one, two, where he is in costume. So if you don't know any better, you think it's multiple people. It is literally just him. Oh, okay. Um, he played all the instruments. He did all the singing. Um, and in the video, he's playing all the instruments and doing all the singing. Um, the band is, or yeah, band project, what would you call that, project? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if he's looking to add people to it, then, you know, eventually it'll become a full band. But uh, he, he goes by Rat Bastard. And, okay, I've seen and, you post some stuff. And uh, the name of the song is Let My Demons Run. We're going to give that a listen, and we will be right back. This is Phil, the rap bastard Martinetti, and you're listening to music from the 4012.
So through the uh, magic of video editing and recording, that was me on Sunday. I was a lot scruffier. <laughs> I look a little bit different today. Um, you are back with us here on Build the Scenes, Pennsylvania Rock Show, featured all over the world. Um, we're on music from 412.com, radio.com in San Diego, California, 107.1 KFGD and megarockradio.net in uh, St. Louis. Uh, we are on xrpradio.co.uk in Scotland, um, Glasgow, Scotland, up in the Highlands. Um, we are on oldiesxl.com in Philadelphia. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting someone because I always do. But if you go to buildascene.com, they are listed there. Uh, with me tonight, if you're just joining us, is John from The Anxiety Effect. We listened to their song earlier called On My Own. Um, just what, about a week old at this point? From the release uh, not date? even. Tomorrow. Well, at midnight, it'll be officially a week, yeah. Um, if you go back a little over a year, you can find this same situation where they released Roots and John was on for the first time. Um, December, what did you say? The 22nd? December? Uh, December 13th is when the song 13th. came out. <clears throat> and then it was shortly after that you had me on. Um, but anyway, um, let, let's get into some of my, let's see if I can drum up a question I haven't asked you. Um, if you could open for any band in any location, it doesn't even have to be a standard venue. Like you could go play under a bridge somewhere. <laughs> who, who would you want to play with and where would you want to play? Uh, just one band or like, yeah. a. Well, I mean, if you want to put together a, a bill and <laughs> yeah, that. The, these days, uh, some of the stuff that I've been listening to lately, it would be, I would love to play with caskets, uh, day seeker, uh, bear tooth in flames. That would probably be my top choices. Um, I really wouldn't care where, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> uh, at this point, I mean, I'm just, if my first show that I've played in 10 years was on, on new year's and we didn't even announce it. We just kind of popped in and, you know, a bunch of our buddies were having a show. So it's like we, we dropped in and we played three songs and just, it, it didn't matter that we weren't announced or anything. I was just thrilled to be back on a stage. So it like, you know, it really wouldn't matter to me where it was, uh, especially if I got to share it with, with any of those bands, uh, probably throw wage war on there too. They're one of my favorites. So yeah, it's, just, just to be back playing in general has been, you know, it doesn't matter where it is. I, I'll play wherever. I've, I've missed it for 10 years, and I'll, I'll do it anywhere, <laughs> pretty much with anybody. But if I got to do it with them, yeah, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't matter. Just to be with those guys would be – any of those bands would be fantastic. Um, I'm going to go off on a tangent here for a moment. John and Lee Machika just checked in. Um, I sent her the link to your website earlier. She owns First Angel Media, and I was like, listen, you're going to like these guys. You need to go check them out. So what we're going to do here, since Jonna piped in and gave me a perfect segue for it, I am going to pull up your website, put it up on the screen. Um, And as soon as there it is, I'll put the address on the screen too, theanxietyeffect.net. Do you want to? talk about the video a little bit while I have this up here, or is there anything in particular that you want to mention about the website since um, I decided to pull it up and not tell you about it? Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, 
it's everything that everything that we have available is on there. Um, and again, like I said earlier, it's like we've it, it, this has gone from like just a studio project with two guys to a full fledged band getting ready to book as much as we possibly can, you know, schedules permitting that I haven't had a whole lot of time between promoting, releasing the song, being, you know, talking to the, you know, radio stations and the press people and whatnot. The last couple of weeks has just been nuts and I haven't been able to update the website to where I want it, but everything that's on there is, you know, you can join our mailing list if, if people are, you know, more prone to like getting direct information from, you know, bands they listen to or whatever they can sign up to, uh, join our emailing list and that way they don't have to deal with the social media thing. I have a lot of people that, that like to do it that way. And if you're a social media buff, then, you know, we're, we're on all the major platforms. We're trying to scrounge up some more content for everything so that way we can engage with everybody as much as possible. Um, the YouTube video, the, the stream video that we have for on my own, if, you know, if you're listening and you want to jump in there and, and take a listen to the song and you throw a comment on there or something, you know, we, we usually are pretty quick to reply back and try to engage with everybody as much as possible. So, um, other than that, there's probably going to be some updates coming to it, but you know, the general information that you need is all on there. All of our music's on there. Uh, we just started adding some photos and stuff because we just started playing again with the new lineup. So yeah, there's, it's going to be the central hub for everything. If you're taking interest in what we're doing. Uh, before I click on the show tabs, are there any listed there? <laughs> there are two right now. Um, okay. <laughs> we've got, a, we've got a couple that are uh, the next big one that we've got. Um, is here in our hometown. We're doing a, it's called vet jam <clears throat> and it's going to be, it, it's one of these things that it kind of started off with like a early Saturday ordeal or Sunday ordeal where a couple of like acoustic acts and a couple of guys got together, just try to raise some money for the, the, the local vets and for a couple of vet organizations. And then it's just, it's over the last few years, it's just grown into this massive event every single year. And it got so big that uh, they're doing three days this year. Um, two stages on the, on the second day. Uh, and we're opening the the weekend on Friday of with the, with the metal night. So, um, we play at nine o'clock that night and it's in our hometown of Bradford, Pennsylvania. So that's the next big one that we've got. And then there's a couple other ones that are kind of, we're just waiting for details. And then there's another big one we have, uh, called bike tober fest. That's going to be in October. That's, uh, about half hour away from us in Kane, Pennsylvania. Very cool. All right, go ahead and pull that down. Um, there's only two on there right now just because we haven't, like I said, <laughs> we've been a full band that has been ready to to start doing this for only a couple weeks. The, the drummer just, just joined us a couple weeks before that New Year's gig. So it's we're slowly building up to where we can start, you know, booking shows and possibly talking about because you know, Rick's also in another band, so we gotta work around that schedule and whatnot. So but we are trying to we are trying to get out there as much as we can this year. Here's Chuck trying to help you out here. Says, I think it would be very smart if anyone in Pittsburgh area wants to have an up and coming band and come in and get in on this before they totally blow up. Hit them <laughs> up now before it's too late. <laughs> Thank you, Chuck. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a he's a great guy. I love him. I um need to put my graphics back up. There they are. <laughs> um so being not really new, but sort of new has to be a weird situation for you. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, I, for, for, you know, anybody who doesn't know the history, which I'm sure is probably a lot of people that are listening, but 
I, I just, I feel like I tell the story so many times to, to people I talk to about it, but uh, the band originally started in 2011 with a completely different lineup, completely different sound. And we were going as hard as we could with it for about two years. And I had put so much time and energy and money into building the brand up as best as I could. I just didn't feel it would be, um, just wouldn't be smart to just throw it all away. So throughout the years, um, there was a, a, a period where it was just a studio project before any of the guys that are involved in it now were involved. And I had various musicians coming in to record tracks and work on stuff with me. And then I released what I thought was going to be the final uh, release under this band name, just because I was getting to the point where I just couldn't get anybody on board. And then my buddy Rick and I started to talk about doing something and, you know, we ended up keeping the name and, and plowing forward with it. So from the time that the band actually stopped being a, an actual full functioning band to now it's, it's been about 10 years. So yeah, it does feel like it's a, it's a brand new beginning. That feels like it could be a song. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> there's probably one coming. Uh, there's, there's definitely some, some content there that I, I feel like I, I need to like use the music and, and get it out of my system a little bit. Um, I probably asked you this, but I'm going to ask it again. So you guys head out on, on your first tour and you hire me to drive the bus for some reason. Um, what what am I going to play in between shows when we're when we're traveling? Music wise, mm-hmm. oh, to accommodate everybody, um, the bands that I mentioned, uh, you know, if we were to end up playing with any of them, all of them would probably be in the playlist. But if we're going to go through like the whole library of stuff, I mean, uh, Brad and AJ are definitely more of the metal or more more metal. Uh, like they listen to a lot of Pantera, Avenged Sevenfold, things of that nature. Knock Loose is one of Brad's favorites right now. Um, Rick and I are more on the same level as far as like the melodic stuff goes. But if we're going to go into the back catalog, it could be anywhere from Metallica to Nirvana, Foo Fighters. I mean, anything that pretty much anything has got distortion in it, it's it's probably going to be playable <laughs> on the playlist. So, I mean, it's, it's a diverse there. And our new drummer, Ryan, um, he's... He's only been playing for about four years, but uh, the first gig that he had was a cover band and they covered everything from, you know, 90s music to, you know, Guns N' Roses and 80s hair metal. And, you know, I'm not really sure if, you know, that's what he would be totally into as far as listening to on a regular basis. But, you know, it's, it, you'd have to cover probably the last 30, 35 years of rock and metal to to, to accommodate everybody. I, I think I'd be comfortable with playing that. That's okay. It's kind of my yeah. wheelhouse. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, you know, a lot of the stuff that you're that you're doing on the shows and whatnot, it would it'd be right up the alley. So you you probably enjoy driving the bus. <laughs> um, so we're gonna take our second break of the show. Uh, we are going to hear from one of my favorite Pittsburgh bands currently. They're called Thoriaca, and uh, we're gonna hear their song Embrace. And uh, on the video side, I'm gonna give away some tickets. So stick around. Flow with blood of the ones 
We are back. If you're just tuning in with me tonight is John from The Anxiety Effect. Uh, we are in segment three now. Um, we talked a little bit about the new track on my own. Uh, you've seen the website. We've talked about recording processes. We've talked about them for some reason trusting me to drive their bus. <laughs> um, lots of stuff to go back and watch later. You can do that on Roku and Fire TV. Um, we have Apple and I or Apple and iOS, Apple and Android apps that you can use. All of that can be found on Music from the 412. You could go to buildscene.com to find most of the episodes of the Pennsylvania Rock Show and through questions in the song. Um, the Pennsylvania Rock Show goes back to episode number 289. This is 707. So mm, quite a few episodes on there. <laughs> um up until 289, we weren't recording them with video uh, or, well, we did record audio, but a lot of it was done live and there was a lot of shenanigans and you won't hear any of those episodes. Um, <laughs> I <understand>. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, they are there, 289 through 707 and who knows how many more. Um, so, John, why don't you... Um, why don't you tell me about something embarrassing that's happened when I know it's been a while since you've been on stage other than this last one here on, on the new year on new year's. What's right. uh, what's, what's something embarrassing that that's happened while you've been performing? Uh, this, uh, this actually happened with this band. Um, it was, I think our second show uh, we were at a, a local club that is, they've just recently reopened under new owner, but the original owner was a friend of mine that just passed away. Not too long ago from, he had a brief battle of cancer, but uh, we were at his venue and we were playing with a band called STEM, which is out of Niagara falls. And a lot of people might know who they are because they are the band that has the theme song to the UFC, the face, the pain that's theirs. Um, good friends with those guys. Great dudes. If you guys are, are into the same kind of stuff that we're doing, go check them out. Um, but we were playing a show with them and we had just gotten uh, my guitar player at the time. Dane had just gotten his brand new guitar rig and we were in the middle of the set and somehow I, I'm not sure how it happened. I was running my wireless, but he was still on a, on a corded guitar amp. His uh, cable got wrapped up in my leg and I went to go across the stage to get back to the center. Cause I was walking back and forth and, trying to interact with the crowds on both sides of the stage and the cables wrapped around my leg. And I pulled his brand new guitar head right off the cabinet. And not only mm. did I pull it off the cabinet, but it landed face down where the, uh, the guitar cable that goes in the input jack landed right on it and it smashed the jack and ripped the jack right out of it. Uh, this was probably, I think the second song into is, the set. Is that the definition of showstopper? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and if looks could kill, as soon as he saw that happen, he turned and looked at me, I would have died right there on the spot. He was, but he really, he recovered really quickly though. And, you know, he, cause he knew that we were like, it was still early in the show and he was really mad that it happened. Cause we, he literally just got it like four days before that, but he kind of looked at it in the floor and he gave me a dirty look. And then he turned around and said something smart to the crowd and just kind of picked right up where we left off. And then we dealt with it afterwards, but yeah, I pulled it right off the right off the cabinet and smashed the the input jack right in on it, and it was it was dead on arrival. Oh. Um, 
Wow. Um, 250, 250 to 270 people in the room. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't, wasn't a very good highlight moment for me. <laughs> uh, let's see. We, we have a comment. Let's see if it's, Oh, <laughs> John, reacting to your story. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was bad. You know, as a musician, usually don't have a whole lot of money to begin with. So it's like, you know, you buy brand new gear and that happens. It's yeah, it wasn't fun. Um, so we're nearing the end. We have about three minutes left. Um, if you could have a seat on a bench next to your musical idol, who, who are you looking to sit down next to? And what one question would you ask them? Okay. I think you've asked me this one before. I might have asked you that one. I'm pretty sure you did, and I hadn't. I, I know what my answer was at that point. Um, I think my answer the first time around was was Maynard Keenan from Tool. That sounds right. <laughs> um, but if I had already talked to him and I had a chance to do it again, uh, I I mean, when growing up, I think that the two biggest influences I had were him and and Kurt Cobain from Nirvana. And if, you know, if it doesn't matter, you know, if, if we're talking alive or dead, then, you know, he would probably be my next choice. Um, I think that uh, a lot of his ideas about music itself was underrated. I mean, we already know as like, as a, as a whole, Nirvana wasn't exactly the most talented group, but I think that the reason why they resonated with so many people was because they kind of put a nail in a coffin on a lot of the, faker like you know just the stuff that wasn't really resonating with the 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 newer audience that was the younger generation that was coming up and i think that the his mindset of what music should be where it should just be raw and and real i think that resonated and i just i'd love to have a conversation with him about maybe even today about some of the stuff that goes on in the music industry because i'm sure that he wouldn't be too uh too keen on how how a lot of it's handled these days i've I'm glad you used the word raw because when I think back to the grunge movement, it was like raw, pure anger yeah. <laughs> in a lot of it. Right. And, um, and, and really that's, you know, that's kind of your, your target audience. If you're going for, for the teens, because there's a lot of angst. <laughs> and it, it's, it's and, weird. And I was, in that target audience when right. that came out. So and, and it's, I feel like that there's a shift. Cause it's like, you know, a lot of the stuff that's out now in, in rock and metal is still following the roots of all that. But a lot of the stuff that's in the mainstream, if you will, music is like, it's the same overproduced sound that, you know, in a lot of the, I, I was actually just reading an article the other day where they, you know, Pandora is, is one of the bigger, um, internet radios and them and iHeartRadio and there was another one, but they did a study where like the the late 90s and early 2000s have been getting uh, a lot of hits on playlists and stuff. And it's not our generation that's doing it that grew up with it. Or should I say it's not just us, but it's a lot of the younger generation that's coming up because they're resonating with that stuff better than they are than what's being put out there today. And I think that that speaks volumes about the kind of music that um, that we're into and the bands that we're following in this, in the stuff that we grew up on, because everybody has some sort of issue or anger with, with the world around them these days, especially, 
you know, today. And I think that, I think music really helps people cope with that. There's definitely a lot of, um, what's the word I want to use? It's very device divided. Yeah. There's a division and, and it's done a lot under. of anger and yeah, and oh, it's for under. sure. And I think that, you know, um, when you go out and talk to people one-on-one, it's, we're not all that different. And right. I think that, I think the, the idea with amongst the normal people is that we're all down here and we're getting tired of being pushed down by the people that are up here. And yeah. I think that a lot of the newer generation, especially like I, I talk to a lot of younger kids cause I mean, my brother's got younger kids and stuff and they've got friends that I know. And, you know, and I talk to a lot of them and, you know, their frustrations are, it's like, you know, the older generation is, is talking down on them because they're not working steady jobs and doing this, that and everything. And it's like, but there's really no incentive for a lot of them to do that anymore. You know, when, you know, our parents were growing up, they had the incentive to work 40 hour weeks and they could afford a home and groceries and all that other stuff. Now you have to like have a 40 hour a week job plus drive Uber on the side just to pay for groceries every week. You know, so the younger generation has a reason to be mad. And I think that that's why a lot of the music from our generation and a lot of the the newer bands that are coming out that are kind of going back to that sound or that style is starting to make its way back into I guess the mainstream picture. Cause I think, the, I think yeah. a lot of people just resonate with it better. I, I think we're going to end on that note. <laughs> um, I do want to, I want to thank you for hanging out with me on episode. Yeah, 707. Absolutely. And uh, for those, those of you that are new to this show in about 20 minutes, if you go to music from the slash radio, build slash radio or XRP dot xrpradio.co.uk you will get to hear the full radio version of this um, including all the songs that I've mentioned um, as long as I get it edited quickly Um, (laughs) we have two more tracks that I'm going to play tonight they are The Fall of Me and their song Parasite and Drown the Deep Black Sun Drive and uh, make sure you check us out each and every Monday at 9pm and uh, if you're in a band send some music (laughs) And uh, on that note, John, I am going to tell you good night. Same to you. Thanks uh, for having me, Bill. I enjoyed it. Everyone that's been hanging out with us live, thanks for hanging out. Those of you that popped into the chat room and and made comments, thanks for being part of the show.